You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime. It's Friday, and this is the podcast in which you can ask us stuff and we will answer stuff, which is kind of what we do on every podcast. But when I say stuff, it doesn't have to do with Kansas State sports, doesn't have to do with Kansas State University. I forgot what school we went to for a second there, guys. It doesn't have anything to do with anything important. It could be about tacos. Uh, yes, I'd like, um, how do you say taco in Mexican? Taco. Yes, that's exactly the word I want to translate. Taco. Uh, just give me one of those crispy shells with meat in it. Taco. Ugh. We don't get enough taco questions. Zach Carlson and Ryan Gilbert, my co-herts, co-hearts, co- what is it, co-herts, what, co- co-dudes. That's, uh, co-dudes. You boys doing okay today? Yes, sir. That's good to hear. It's good to hear. Zach, how was your second week off in a row from the questions podcast? I don't know. It's nice, but I don't know. It's not nice talking, not talking to you guys. So I don't know. There we go. That's good. Thank you. That was nice. It misses you. I'm surprised that Fitz let Gills do a podcast by himself after he Mercilessly, <laughs> mercilessly. We're having problems today. Roasted him. <laughs> We've scared. all had strokes. I'm We're scared of him. Sorry. Yeah. We're going to do this uh, Ryan Seacrest style. Did you hear about that on American Idol? He I like. S- I saw you tweet about it, and then I didn't really look into it. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And then I saw the picture of him the next day, and I guess they he denied anything happening, I guess, or something about just stress yeah that's what he said but well, i saw his face i'm like oh my gosh so um then you know they did most of the show look live most of it was recorded and they're pretending it was live but he joins at the end for the live results the final that crowned the champion it was really weird how it went down but anyhow he comes out of that and he has i mean you can he's wearing the same clothes but you can tell that's not the same Ryan Seacrest who was just talking a few seconds ago. I mean, he, okay. he looked disheveled. He had one eye half closed. He was not articulating himself very well, tripping over himself. I didn't think he had a stroke. I thought he was hammered. I thought he was oh. either drunk or he was on kind of painkillers or maybe got into his sleeping meds mm-hmm. before he should have. It was really awkward. I try not to do any of these podcasts under the influence of anything but 
my love for you, the subscribers at GoParacad.com and the K-State Nation in general that likes to listen to this podcast. I love you. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Todd. We also love the fridge. Get into the fridge. You don't even have to get into the fridge. How cool is that? You can get the app or go to the website, order, pay, not even go inside. Let them know you're there with a phone call and they bring it out and load it in your car. Oh, it's amazing. It is so perfect for a lazy ass like me. Perfect. I get booze with minimal effort. That's the way everything should be. In fact, I wouldn't mind if Chick-fil-A started pre-chewing my food and then baby birded it right into my mouth. That's how lazy I become. That's disgusting. It's Christian saliva. It's fine. It's fine. It'll fill me with the holy saliva spirit. I like to make fun of that, but Chick-fil-A is awesome. You guys are awesome. Let's get to the questions from Wabash Station. Zach, they better be good. I'm not in the mood for mediocre. I demand excellence. Okay. Okay. From Ohio Power Cat starts us off. Are there any habits or routines that you started during the stay-at-home orders that you will continue? And are there any that didn't last past the first couple of weeks? Do you mean other than my other podcast? I mean, yeah, I'm, that will stick. Maybe we'll evolve that podcast and not just be people I know eventually. For now, it's that way. Um, I think everything else won't stick that I'm doing. Because let's be honest, um, the pandemic doesn't lead to great hygiene. You know, I get to the end of the day and I'm like, ah, I'm fine. I'm not going to shower. You know, and I'll get to the end of the next day and like, yeah, I better shower. Or uh, I keep waking up in the morning and since I'm never leaving the house, I don't brush my teeth. And then about early afternoon, I'm like, what is what? Oh, I never brush my teeth. So, no, not, I mean, I don't think anything else is really going to stick. I mean, it's not like I started an intense workout program. I, I think I might work from home even more because it's pretty darn nice and the dogs appreciate it. So maybe that'll stick. I'm not sure. How about you, Gills? I don't think I've really adopted any new habits. Um, I tried to maintain a normal sleeping schedule for the first couple of weeks, and I'm just not a morning person. So unless I've got something to do, I just can't get out of bed. So that's something that I tried and, and failed at. But other than that, I've life's been pretty pretty normal for me. Man, Zach, he fits right in with this group, doesn't he? Yeah. Are you taking <laughs> shots at me, Fitz, about my intense workout program? No, I actually I was I was thinking of someone else, but no. How's that going, Zach? Uh, I do it every day. Uh, I'm not as sore anymore. I'm not as like wheezy when I work out. I feel like I'm in better shape, but my body looks the same. <laughs> but it's only been like three and a half weeks. How are those so calves doing? July. Oh my! My calves are amazing. Yeah, they, they are. were always they were always amazing. Man, Gills, I'm telling you what, he's got the best calves. That's so true. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah, it's. I don't know what it's from. Walking the golf course, maybe. I don't know, but wow. <laughs> Roaming the sidelines. I mean, I think he should just make a social dating profile for his calves. Nah. Yeah. 
other girls have already done that for me. Oh, <laughs> Not only are they good calves, apparently they're slutty calves that get around. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but all right. Yep, yep. Um, next question's from Yo Mama. Sorry if I already asked. Chick-fil-A or Popeye's chicken sandwich? Which one's better? I don't remember this. I don't remember us ever talking about this. No. I don't think um, anybody ever asked us this. Have you guys had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yeah. I've had it not, actually. What? Uh-huh. You call me crazy. I never have. Well, I mean, it's not better than Chick-fil-A. I'll put that No. There, I mean, when I had it, you haven't tried way. it. When I had it, I was like, it's okay. It's a chicken sandwich. I mean, it's got nice sauce. It's all right. It's okay. I mean, I'd order it again, but that's my thing about when I go to Popeye's. I go to Popeye's to get bone-in chicken. I mean, honestly, chickens come with bones. I don't know if you people are aware of that, but we pretty much eat nuggets and, you know, just nice nice breasts fried or something but they actually have bones in in their bodies the chickens here have wonderful lives before we harvest them so you can eat them and the meat the meat hangs on to the bone and you tear it off with your man teeth your your predator oh you just ah. you should uh, cook the chicken first so that's very advisable but I love fried chicken. I love Popeye's fried chicken. So it's not a priority of mine to go get a chicken sandwich from a bone-in chicken place. I will go to the no-bone Chick-fil-A for my sandwiches. Like the Popeye's chicken sandwich is good. I appreciate that it's bigger, I guess, than the chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. But the Chick-fil-A sandwich just tastes a lot better. It's just better. And you can dip it in Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. And that's the superior sauce, clearly. And Someone can chew it up and dump it into your mouth right there. Oh, baby bird that crap right into me. Uh, <laughs> have you gone through their drive through lately, Zach? No. I oh. I rarely go I rarely go to the other side of town. Oh yeah. I've gone through I've I've gone uh a couple weeks ago when I was doing mail for us, I went over and I had a free breakfast it was like the four count breakfast biscuit things the nuggets and like the little bread on the minis chicken minis is what they're called um so i went and did the the parking lot pickup so the lady came out and brought me my food but that's the last time i'm in a chick-fil-a in the last month and a half or so yeah they've got it down so you know they're both times I've been, and I'm trying to go only places that make it really easy on me. I don't have to have a lot of contact. They have the people standing out there to take your order, and I always do the app in the house. I just tell them my name. My app's registered under uh, Timothy Fantastic, and you know, you roll up and say, I'm Mr. Fantastic, and they go, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, and then you kind of go through the line like normal, but there's people outside of the window with um, like boxes, like, you know, small plastic tubs the inside puts the food and everything into the tub the drink and everything and then they put the tub out there and you get stuff out of the tub so you really aren't coming close to touching someone it's pretty slick if you do if you do parking lot pickup you you touch way less people which is weird because you're not touching anybody but you just have to deal with one person versus you know someone telling someone that yeah you have a mobile order and then going down the line to the drive-thru 
But then they got to go outside. Plus Some poor, poor employee has to go it's outside. quicker. Oh, see, it's all about you. It's always, it's all about it's you. Always, it's, it's quicker to go. Well, back when you could go inside, it was always quicker to go pick up because you just walk in and it's sitting on the counter. And if you roll up and you're going to go through the drive through but it's 12 deep on both sides, you're like, well, now I got to wait 40 minutes for an order that I already placed. So mm. always go inside to pick up your food. Okay. Lessons, Except now. Lessons learned here on the PowerCat podcast. <laughs> From KNED, what are some cult classic movies that are your thing, and what are some cult classic movies you just don't get? Mm, I'm not a cult classic movie guy. I mean, if you want to call West Side Story a cult classic, um, but no, I don't. I don't really watch older movies. I just don't watch. You know, the the oldest movies I'll watch would be like old Clint Eastwood westerns. A cult classic doesn't have to be old. You know, there's like all my the, the movies I have are within the last 15, 20 years. Okay, what are they? Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. That was mid 2000s. That was probably, I remember going to like a social studies class and my teacher was really into cult movies and would have posters up on the, on the wall. And she was like, guys, this movie is going to be the next cult classic. Like it is. And I was like, okay, you're kind of weird, but you know, you watch it back and you're kind of like yeah it's it's one of those movies that you gotta i don't know you either get it or you don't but then the i was looking at a list just to try coming up with some some ones that i had seen recently from the last 20 years or last 10 years and spring breakers with selena gomez vanessa hudgens and there's another actress on there that's famous but and james franco is in it um these group of girls, they go on spring break down to, I'm not sure, somewhere in Florida, I think. And it's just bizarre. They get into trouble. They get arrested. And then this James Franco is playing this riffraff. He's a rapper. A, like, a phony, a fake riffraff, basically, like an impersonator. That's what he is. And then they end up breaking into Meek Mill's house, I think. Meek Mill, some rapper. I can't think. And they go up and they shoot everybody in the house and they kill him while he's in his hot tub and they leave. And that's how the movie ends. Like, oh, it's okay. amazing. The final scene is amazing. We chortled in rapturous glee. It's my favorite. One of my favorite movies. According to Rolling Stone in 2010, here are the top 10 cult classic movies. Excuse me, 2014. Uh, top 10 cult classic movies. Donnie Darko at 10. Phantom of the Paradise. The Evil Dead, a 1981 movie. Pink Floyd, The Wall. Harold and Maude. A Clockwork Orange. Pulp Fiction. This is Spinal Tap. The Big Lebowski. And the top one of all time, of course, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I've seen the most out of all those, but not in many years. So I've seen The Big Lebowski a few times. This is Spinal Tap once, Pulp Fiction once all the way through, Clockwork Orange once all the way through, Harold and Maude a long time ago, I think. Yeah, it's 1971, a long time ago I watched that. The other ones I haven't even watched, I don't think. Huh. The uh, the rapper from Spring Breakers is Gucci Mane. I apologize, it is Gucci Mane. Oh, man. They're in his, they go to his mansion and he's at this party and they go in. These two girls and James Franco, they go <laughs> kill everybody, and he's in his hot tub, and he dies, and in scene. 
Amazing. Sorry for spoiling the movie for you guys, but (laughs) I'm fine. It's it's on Netflix or one of the streaming services. I might just go back and watch it today because I forgot how amazing it is. There's there's some great lines in there too. So hold on, it's Gucci Main. Yeah, Gucci Main, <laughs> like Gucci, like the brand, uh-huh. and Main, like I have a mane, like a lion has a mane. Oh, come on, Main. Wow. Well, so that... a mane made of Gucci might be what he is going at with his name there. Well, he he reached for that yeah. one. I'm sorry. Yeah. As a guy who knows how to make a good rapper name, that's a stretch. <laughs> that's not right. Okay. <laughs> From K-Ned. <laughs> My wife and I watched Star Trek Picard and enjoyed it. I also enjoy Star Wars and Star Trek The Next Generation, but apparently I did not watch the real Star Trek, and I also enjoyed the last not-real Star Wars movie, too. So what is real Star Trek, and what is real Star Wars? Have fans of both confused the definitions of fiction and nonfiction? Oh, see? Yeah. I mean, original, I guess, is what it would be, not real. I mean, the original Star Trek was bad. It was just kind of entertaining, interesting stories, sometimes thought-provoking. But, I mean, William Shatner's a crappy actor. I mean, it's just, I mean, he's made a living now being, embracing being a crappy actor with his spoken word albums and all that. But, I mean, it, it captured the the uh, interest of America. And what's interesting is, I mean, they're using technology on there. They're using cell phones. But, so it's pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> I haven't really watched either, so I don't really know or care. But from someone that hasn't watched, I'd say if it's part of the the story, if the storyline's coherent, it's all the same, my opinion. Yeah. That's good. I mean, they're coming out with two more original Star Trek series on CBS All Access. Which you should have if you're a full pang Go Powercat subscriber. You you should be linked up to CBS All Access. You pay the full price, you get CBS All Access for free. Just go up to your subscription, go up to your icon and kind of find it and go for it. Uh, yeah, they they just announced they're coming out with one that is like basically a an actual prequel to the original Star Trek, which was based on. Um, the original pilot featured a different captain, and then they incorporated that captain dying, and that's how William Shatner was cast. So last season of Star Trek Discovery, they introduced Captain Pike, the original one, and uh, oddly enough, it's the same actor from Hell on Wheels, but you really can't tell. And they're doing a whole series about him. I guess the series has to end with him dying, since that's already part of the, the storyline. From KNED, is real GPC history different from actual GPC <laughs> history? For instance, could Riley post something in the future that gets him thrown out of GPC canon, or do you claim it all? Oh, yeah, we claim it all. We, we well, claim. I got to say, huh? it's Patterson was not from the Kansas State 24-7 site like we are today. Oh, that's true. We're, we're the K-State 24-7 site. They had... That had nothing to do. We had nothing to do with It's Patterson, right, Fitz? Uh, yeah, exactly. It, if you do a search for It's Patterson, it's clearly going to bring up Rivals.com. Not us. Nope. Nope. Not us. 
That's what's funny about when you switch these things over. If you go back and search a story that was written by us back in the day, it will appear with our competition's banner and everything like they produced it. It's really strange, but it's just how the system's set up. All, all the networks do that. No more to, no more to add? No, I, I, don't, I don't know that there's any canon to that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, I mean, we don't we haven't disowned anyone. If they all worked for us and um let me see anything I kinda miss the orig- some of the original cast that was on the board. Well what happens is we all age. So they've gone from their thirties to their fifties or whatever and and they just tend to post less, I guess. They've kind of moved on from that segment of their life. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. From KSUCAT80, if you had the opportunity to quarantine with one K-State athlete, coach, administrator, or former athlete, coach, or administrator, whom would you choose and why? I don't mind. Well, go. Uh, it's Gene Taylor. It's absolutely Gene Taylor. Why? Because if you're at, if you're quarantining with Gene Taylor, you know he's got a decent house, and he probably he seems like the guy that you wake up in the morning and he'll have a beer out for you and call you sport. Hey, sport. <laughs> Love it. Got you that Michelob Ultra right there. I don't know if he drinks Michelob Ultra. I don't know what Gene Taylor likes to drink. Maybe it's a liquor. I don't know. But he just seems like, just be like, hey, do you want to do this today? Hey, I've got a putting green in the backyard. Let's go have a chipping competition. See who can flop it over the house. I don't know. Seems like a cool guy. Okay. I accept that. Gills? I'd be really fascinated to see what Austin Trice did in his free time. Is that random or what? That's <laughs> random. I, you know, some of these athletes, though, it's just like, you know, you can tell with, like, you know, Barry Brown or Mike McGurl, these guys are in the gym. They're playing Xbox. They're doing what any college guy does. But, you know, some of these athletes, I'm fascinated you know, as to, like, yo, Cardi Jada, what in the world do they do in their free time? Yeah, um... I don't know. Who would I pick? My safe option would be Levi. I think Levi's a great guy, and, you know, he's a hard worker. We were I was rebounding for him. It was like 7 or 8 a.m. on a game day, and, of course, he was the only one in the gym, but, you know, he cared. I wish him best of luck, but, you know, he's a, he's a really good guy, and I wouldn't mind legitimately spending a day with him. Huh. Why were you rebounding for him? He wanted someone to rebound for him, so why not? And you were him? there? Yeah. It was in, it was in Bramlage at like seven or eight in the morning, yeah, on game day. What were you doing? Literally just rebounding for him under the basket. <laughs> like you went to Bramlage to specifically rebound for Levi Stockard. Yeah. How did That's this? Re- much it. How did this request come about? 
Yeah. It was, I could pull up the Snapchat. I don't remember how it went down. It was like, hey, are you free tomorrow morning? And I was like, yeah, sure. So hold oh, on. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a story. It was like, hey, I need someone to rebound for me. It was a, hey, Ryan <laughs> Gilbert, come rebound for hold me. Hold on. Let's back up. So you you were friends with him. We're not friends, but I think he's a great guy, and we talk every so often and stuff like that. So he just randomly we're picked not you? Friends. He just, yeah, like you I, I'm going to pull up the Snapchat right now. don't know what right you want to do. Like, yeah, what do like we label this as? trying to date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see if it's still saved. Weird. Yeah, I wish him good luck every game and stuff. But Good luck today, Coach. Like John Rothstein? One of those? Man, that's just weird. <laughs> October 29th. So this is like the first game of the season, I think. What are you doing tomorrow morning, bro? I said, nothing much. I got class. What's up? I said, what time? You have class 930. You want to rebound for me before? You're like, yeah, I'm down, bro. What time are we thinking? He says, eight. I was like, oh, God, that's too early. But I said, bet. Where at? And he said, Bram, I'll meet you in the back. I said, bet. And then that was that. It was a little late. I remember he had to get gas, but he said he was on his way. So basically, your crappy rebounding skills put the whole season into a spiral. (laughs) Headline, go Powercat screws up basketball season. What's funny about Levi, you know, Levi's very soft-spoken and quiet and stuff like that. And he was doing some sort of drill or, you know, he was going from like the the elbow to the wing and he had to like, he was like, I got to make five shots in a row. I'm like, okay. And then he would shoot like three and then he'd miss one and then he would just move on to the next spot. It was like, I had no idea what he was doing, but I just, you know, I kind of rolled with it and it was fun. Okay, uh, I might pick Coach Mitty. He's got a sweet house. Doesn't he have a pool? He's got that back wall that opens up. I mean, Jordan's probably around. He probably likes to throw him back too. Yeah, I might. Out of current people, I may, may pick Jeff Mitty. Just because uh, you know he's having a beer during the pandemic. That's that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I like that. Next question is from Dr. J54. Say you win $20 million in the lottery, but it comes with a catch. You have to spend all of it in six months. You can't invest it, and you can't give it to charity. What do you spend it on? What kind of damn question is this? That's just a weird. good one. Why, why, would I have, why would it come with those parameters? I don't understand. What kind of weird world has he created for us to live in? I would buy houses. I'd buy a house on beaches, any place where it's a good investment. Because he said I couldn't invest it, but I'm buying something. So that's my loophole. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I found a loophole, too. I'm buying tons of sports cars, like McLarens, Ferraris. Anything that's going to retain its value and not drive it. Like, I'd probably buy, like, ten of the same model of a McLaren and keep one of the McLarens for me because, hey, I have $20 million. I can have a McLaren. And then just keep the other nine. You're going to give one to me, right? You drove around around (laughs) delivering pizza to McLaren. I've got questions about your lifestyle. (laughs) Uh, Will these be parked next to your 12 Nissan Altimas you will purchase? (laughs) 
I'm not purchasing Nissan Altimus. <laughs> that's one. That is one way. You like that's one way to prove that it's not an investment. <laughs> hey, I spent the money and I didn't invest it. Well, yeah, you spent it on Nissan Altimus. Those are gonna. You've already lost half your value. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, probably. I'd probably just. I know that I would blow it on some trips. You know, I'd probably do some really cool stuff, and I'd I'd charter the flights. So, like, if I wanted to go, like, to England or Europe as a whole, I would charter a flight, you know, first-class chairs and, you know, just really comfortable with flight attendants and food and, you know, big-screen movies. Just go to town, man. Just make it an experience on that flight. Yeah, that's probably what I'd do is just travel a lot and go see things and then, you know, eventually sell all but one of my homes and live in that home the rest of my life. I don't know if this is a world record, but I, what I would try doing would be trying to set a record of shortest amount of time to visit all 50 states. Just a nonstop blitz of going from state to state to state to state, flying around, sometimes driving, because that would be technically quicker. Start up in New England and just see if you can get through it in two days, probably. Yeah. So what counts as visiting, just literally stepping foot and then walking yeah. away? Or? Yeah. Have okay. to get off the plane, have to get off uh, out of the car, have to take a picture with you probably have to prove it so you got to take a picture with a state flag or a state sign like a border sign it says you know welcome to beautiful missouri i don't know that's not a real sign because it's <laughs> colorful colorado colorful colorado that's a good one i will very good one. i will change this to the prostate cancer version of that the shortest amount of time to pee in every state because I have no self-control, and I hate myself. So, like, when I'm driving between New Hampshire and uh, Vermont, I got to be chugging water. So I got to pee by the time I get across there. And then, then you know, eventually we hit Maine. We pick off all those states, and then we get on a flight and, you know, go somewhere else. And I think you do kind of hit New England by vehicle, stepping out of your car. And then uh, you get serious. When you get in the south, you just start airport jumping but then i end up in hawaii so i can just i end up in hawaii so i just hang out there at the end the best one would be going to the four corners flying into the closest airport to the four corners you literally squat down on all fours take your picture you got four states right there easiest state visit ever oh and i could pee, the same i could pee right on the corner so it gets everywhere <laughs> I'm a dreamer, now, man. I'm a dreamer. If you, if you actually, if you were standing foot in Colorado with both feet, but it got everywhere on the other three states, does that count? Ooh, does ooh, <laughs> man, these rules are complicated. We talk a lot about peeing. That's that's uh, a big part of my life now. Kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, from Emo Wildcat eighty two. Is Zach going to replace his TikTok affliction with some other medium now that we have learned the parent company is owned by the Chinese? I just got to say first. He knew that. Day one. Day one. I knew what I was getting into. I knew that TikTok was a Chinese company. 
And I still did it because, look, the way I see it is if I'm going to let some company know what things I like via algorithms or whatever, and if they're going to record my face secretly or something, like just th think about what Twitter and Facebook and every other com Google, other companies do in America. It's not exclusive yeah. to, to China. I mean, and a lot of it is to our benefit. Companies benefits at the same time. You know, you use these things and they're helpful tools and people use them. So it's like when you're on Twitter and you talk about some random thing or you're not even on Twitter. It's just in shot of your phone and you're talking about like, say, Whataburger. I'll talk about Whataburger right now in view of my phone. They're probably listening in. I will probably get a served ad to me from Whataburger on my device in the next three or four hours. True. It'll happen. Whataburger and just... Yeah, it's like I don't know how it does that or where it is in the terms and services, but just stuff like that that's kind of creepy already. And those are American companies, you know, kind of creepy. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's convenient, kind of cool that they can do that with the technology. So I don't, I don't really care. And plus, Disney, Disney's, uh, I don't remember what he was. I think he's maybe the head of streaming. He's he got passed over for the Disney CEO job, so he's going to be the new CEO at TikTok. And TikTok has a headquarters in the U.S., so I think they're trying to distance themselves a bit from the parent company. But it's not like it's the Chinese government that invented TikTok. Well, <laughs> they want you to think. Well, they have access to everything. If you right. do business in if China, in, yes. If you're in China, yes, they have access, but. The server space and just the logistics of the chances that someone in China is going through anything that I make or watch, hoping that they find some damning evidence of me not liking China for whatever reason. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just, what, what is China going to do to me well, if I don't say anything bad about China? Well, uh, it's entirely possible when they work out artificial intelligence and robots that look like people, they will look like Zach. They will be robots with incredible calves, just amazing calves. Ooh. But that'll be the tip that the calves are too nice on a consistent basis. I'd love to see a robot with nice calves. Do you uh, do all your shopping on Alibaba? I don't ever – I've never actually bought anything on Alibaba, but I've looked on Alibaba. Like, say I want to produce, like, a shirt or, I don't know, something. You know, if I wanted to make something or have some something actually physically produced in mass, I've gone to Alibaba to see kind of some pricing stuff. Just curious. But Alibaba is kind of a, a weird site. But it's kind of cool to be able to see and buy stuff directly from manufacturers and factories. Hmm. But I okay. think it's interesting. Not saying it's not saying you should do it or if it's ethical or not, but just kind of interesting how Alibaba's bridged the gap between production, producing something, and getting it to the U.S. pretty quickly. So yeah, when when you're government owned, you don't really need the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, isn't Alibaba publicly traded even in the U.S.? I think you can buy stock. Oh, maybe on the New York Stock Exchange. The Chinese uh, government what? will make a lot of money off that. That's fine with them. They want to make money and steal technology uh, any way they can. That's what they're all about. Um, Wagcat, last question of 
hmm. the podcast. What is the best compliment you have ever received? Oh, wow. I don't know if I have one. I don't know if this is a, a compliment. I, I took it as a compliment at the time, but I remember I was probably like 10 years old at a summer church camp. And this girl comes up to me and she tells me, you have you big cats. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you look like Bill Gates. And I'm just like, what? What? Like, it's the weirdest. It's, it's probably the weirdest thing someone has ever told me. But like, you look like Bill Gates. And I'm like, do you think I have money? Like, is that what you're going at? Like, what? <laughs> what? Like, I, I'm 10 years old. Bill Gates is 50 or six. I don't know how old Bill Gates was almost 20 years ago. I don't know. He had, I wore glasses. He wore glasses. I think that that's what she was going at. And I might have had like a dorky colored shirt on. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe she thought I looked smart or smart enough to make a lot of money. Well, I, she was wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not to suck up to the boss here, but um, I had you on my podcast. And, I mean, you told me I had a good podcast. You're doing a great job, whatever. Like, you know, verbal compliments, I get those all the time. I don't take those too seriously. Like, it's nice to hear. But the fact that you offered me a job kind of affirmed me that, you know, I'm doing I'm doing well. You know, I present well. I know my stuff. So, it, you know, you really, truly complimented me with with this job. So, uh, yeah. Thank nice. You. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's why I'm an all-knowing and all-powerful boss right there. I like when people tell me I'm weird because normal is boring. I like that. I like the fact that I draw outside the lines and I, I can do I just kind of do whatever I want, weird sense of humor, and I garden, and I own poodles, and I am who I am. So it's call me weird, but that's just the way it is. But I've, I've received a lot of compliments, mostly on my looks. I mean, let's be honest. I get a lot of compliments <laughs> on my looks. Just random people uh, will text me. Um, a lot of them are bots. I mean, I get a, I get a lot of... Uh, like half naked women follow me on Twitter, and I take that as a compliment. Um, I think uh, the words out amongst the bots that this dude is sexy, and you need to follow him. So, uh, yeah, that is she two point four miles away in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. She's, uh, which is weird because uh, I live in—I don't live in like a upper end. I live in a very middle class neighborhood. Very nice. Uh, so I wouldn't think that someone just a couple miles away from me couldn't afford clothes, but apparently it's happening. <laughs> that uh, I mean, basically, they can't keep their boobs covered, and I don't. I don't know what socioeconomic level leads to boobs having to be uncovered, but I'm willing to take my time to help those in need overcome that after a long evaluation period that's me i'm a giver um and uh that's nice it's it's nice to help others even if it is their boobs are bare so that's that pretty much sums me up in one answer in the podcast right there right there i got some really nice things about the life of fits podcast and ask people to go over and give us five stars which is Zach, that's a really awkward ask. 
It just, when you go love us, say nice things and give us five stars. The things you do to grow a podcast, it's just demeaning. I don't know. That's it. Is that the podcast? Is that all we're doing? That is it. Man. Do you want more? Ah, nah. We'll call it good. It's supposed to be nice. It's Thursday when we're recording this. We actually record this later in the week. And it's going to be raining for the next couple of days because it's Memorial Day weekend. Because it always does. But it's supposed to be fairly nice later today. So I'm going to get outside, work in the yard, and do some of that manly gardening. Maybe I'll put some flowers in the ground. I don't know. I can't be stopped. I'm a weird man's man. I'm a renaissance man. I, I don't really want to be a renaissance man because I think they had like a lot of plagues and no toilet paper in the renaissance and weird music. So, no. Gills, uh, I don't feel like you said much on this podcast and I'm worried about you. Are you okay? I'm just taking your instructions, man. Okay. Let the boss talk. Hey, Zach, what did you, how'd you think? Did you listen to the podcast this week? You haven't, have you? I did not. I did not. I'm very sorry. I'm thinking about letting Gills just host the damn thing. It's more about me. Me, me, you me, kick me, me, off? me. No, like uh, the, wow. the regular one, uh, he can host it. You can ask questions, and I'll just answer. I'll just blah, 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 blah. You know, podcasting's a, you got to get right in that sweet spot. You can talk too much or not talk enough, and then, you know, you got to get right down the middle, and I think I'm talking too much. So maybe we should just end this podcast, and I could just fade this out uh, with me talking and the music coming up and my voice going down as we leave this podcast behind. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.